Welcome to Letter to Philippi Live. My name is Sean Imsley, and I'm the founder of Letter to Philippi, a new Messian Jewish theological and teaching organization. And I'm the teacher of this class. This is now our third time going through Paul's Letter to Philippians since June of this year. We started on June 1st. We went one time June, June through July, and then a second time September through October. Now we are October now into uh, now into November into December for our third time, looking at verse by verse through Paul's letter to Philippi. So we'll begin today with our word of prayer, and then we'll go into looking at verses twelve through fourteen of, of Philippians chapter one, verses twelve through fourteen, a section I entitled "Paul in Chains and the Spread of the Gospel." O Lord, you are good. We thank you. We bless your holy name. You are our God. You are our King. You are our Lord. We thank you for this day, that each new day you give us, to look into your holy word, to take these words that, that Shaul, Rosh Shaul, the Apostle Paul, gave to us, gave to the people of Philippi, and, and apply them to our lives living today as followers of Yeshua today, as Messianic Jews, Messianic Gentiles, and those in the larger church world. We're seeking to follow the Messiah of Israel. Help us, Lord, to learn something new today. Help us to see a new Messianic Jewish perspective on these verses today. And help us to grow closer and closer to you and more and more and more in the Messiah each day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for Yeshua, who is our life, and in whose holy name we pray. Amen. So welcome, everyone. We are back with our daily Letter to Philippi Live broadcast. We are here Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, and 10 p.m. Jerusalem time. And uh, we will be, this is our daily study in the book of Philippians, which is the first initiative of my newly formed Messianic Jewish theological and teaching organization, Letter to Philippi. So today we'll be looking at Philippians 1, 12 through 14 a section that I entitled Paul in Chains and the Spread of the Gospel. So we'll pull up the uh, pull up the verse here. So that is our class today, Philippians 1, 12 through 14. And I'll now we'll go to the we'll read the first verse 12. Now, brothers, I want you to know what has happened to me has helped in advancing the good news. Paul here addresses the Philippians as brothers, the Greek word adelphoi, which can fully mean brothers and sisters. In referring to the Philippians as his brothers and sisters, Paul is making clear to this mostly Gentile community of Yeshua followers that they, like Paul, and the other Yeshua, Jewish Yeshua followers are in the same spiritual family, united in their shared connection to the God of Israel by trusting in Yeshua as Messiah. Paul here is making clear, in referring to the Philippians, as a, this is a mostly Gentile congregation, referring to them as Adelphoi, as his brothers, or in the larger sense, brothers and sisters. They are all family members in the people of God. They 
from the nations, mostly in, in Philippi, went from being pagans to becoming righteous Gentiles and redeemed Gentiles, redeemed by the blood of Yeshua, and entering into connection with the Jewish people and the Messianic Jews would put their faith trust in Yeshua, that they, though born from the nations, though growing growing up in, in a pagan society and a pagan religion, they have come to know the God of Israel through the Messiah of Israel, and they have been incorporated into the people of God. Like Paul and Timothy, who wrote this letter to them, who were Messianic Jews, Jews who, who had come to see the Messiah of Israel and were part of the people of Israel. They are now, Paul here is now affirming to the people in Philippi their status as one with the people of Israel that they've been brought into, into the people of God by their faith, trust in Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. And this is a continuing part of his ensuring them as he's giving him his, his final words to them. These are these, he's beginning here with these words of encouragement, making them know that they are secure in their place with God. They're secure in their atonement through Yeshua. And they too have joined with the people of Israel as part of the people of God. Paul now transitions to current news on himself and the work of his ministry. Up to this point, he's basically been giving, giving words of greeting, basically, basically telling them, you know, who was sending this letter to, what he's, he was wanting to share with them, his deep love for the community. And now he's basically giving a report on his physical condition in prison. As we said, this, this, this section I entitled, Paul in Chains and the Spread of the Gospel. We can go back to so Paul now is transitioning here from news on himself to the work of his ministry. Though it may seem counter to what we would understand today, Paul shares that his imprisonment was an excellent opportunity for him to share the gospel, share the message of Yeshua. Empowered by his faith in Yeshua, Paul looks beyond his own needs and sufferings to encourage the work of the gospel. So now he's sharing with them about what is happening to him now and what his, his life is now like in prison for Yeshua and how, and how he is able to continue on and even rejoice, as we'll see, see later in the chapter, where in chapter verse 29, he talks about the, the opportunity, the privilege to suffer for the Messiah. So Paul here is now sharing with them that empowered by this Yeshua, empowered by his connection to the Messiah, that he can stand up against the, the trials that he's, he's suffering, especially his time in prison, in waiting as his upcoming execution under, under Nero. And we can now go to verse 13. It has become clear to me, clear to the whole palace and everyone else, is because of the Messiah that I am in chains. Paul's most significant source of empowering 
and encouragement in his imprisonment is knowing that the good news is spreading, even amongst the 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 whole palace and everyone else in Rome, the word of the Messiah is spreading because of him being there in prison. And he rejoices that, you know, he, he sees that even though he is imprisoned, the word of the Messiah is not imprisoned. The word about Yeshua, the message of Yeshua is being made known in Rome because of him being there imprisoned. And even more than that, in the whole palace, even in Nero's palace, the most wicked of, uh, of leaders, amongst his own household, there are people who are coming to hear the message of the Messiah, coming to know the Messiah of Israel, and living the new life in Messiah, becoming coming redeemed Gentiles in the house, even in the very home of the most, most horrid leader, Nero. That, that Paul is able to rejoice here, despite his sufferings, knowing that because of his sufferings, because of his imprisonment in Rome, the message of Messiah is, be, is becoming made known both there in Rome and throughout the world as they hear about Paul's imprisonment, and that his faithfulness to the Messiah was demonstrated by him, his willingness to sacrifice and to be imprisoned for him. Paul's imprisonment brought the good news of Yeshua to Rome, the heart of the Roman Empire. Paul brought a Jewish message to the heart of the pagan Roman world. Paul here is seeing that because of his imprisonment, the message of the Messiah has reached Rome, has reached the heart of the Roman Empire, the very capital of the Roman Empire, is, is able to hear testimony about Yeshua the Messiah, about the God of Israel, about the atoning work of Yeshua and the lordship of Yeshua over all is now in place in, in Rome itself because of, of Paul being there, because of people of the, because of his his testimony to, to those his prisoner, those those who he was in prison with, those who were the who were the the guards of the prison, and at his work for Messiah. His testimony to Yeshua has spread throughout the the the, the Roman household, throughout the throughout the emperor's household. The message of the Messiah was spreading, even though Paul himself was imprisoned. The message of the Messiah was not imprisoned. The message of the Messiah was going forward and spreading throughout out Rome and throughout the world, and people around the world were encouraged in their faith because knowing that Paul was suffering for the Messiah and his faithfulness to Yeshua made him willing to suffer and, and to soon be executed for his faith, trusting Yeshua. A scholar, R. Kent Hughes, stated on this, on the heart of the pagan Rome, hearing the, the gospel message because of Yeshua, when he wrote, they, the Romans, heard the astonishing story of the long-promised Jewish Messiah who was crucified as the Jewish scriptures predicted and was resurrected as the scriptures predicted and amazingly forgives sins through his death and resurrection. Paul made clear in Rome that the source of new life and life eternal 
was only available to both Jew and Gentile because of the work of the Jewish Messiah. Paul made was, was clear in his teaching and his way of life that the only way to new life, life eternal, was because of the work of the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua. It was in Yeshua, the Jewish Messiah, that new life in this world and life eternal in the world to come has been made known to the Gentile world. Now Paul, in the very heart of the Roman Empire, in Rome itself, the capital, is bringing the message, both in word and in testimony, about him, of the Jewish Messiah and his coming into our world to bring atonement and to bring right relationship with God. But no longer was there only the message of the false gods of Rome, but in Paul being there, the message of the true God, the God of Israel, the, the word of Yeshua the Messiah is spreading throughout, throughout Rome. And because of him being there in prison, the word of Yeshua is being made known to both Jew and Gentile. And the, the people of Rome, both Jews, or, Jews who come to hear the Messiah and become Messianic Jews, and those from, from the nations who become redeemed Gentiles, it is because of Paul's imprisonment, because of his time in Rome, that the message of Messiah is spreading. And he is able to rejoice in that, even though he's under suffering, being imprisoned, and unable to go physically to be with the people in here in Philippi. He can share with them that, that even though he is enchained, the message is not chained. The message is spreading throughout Rome even into the, into the emperor's household. Paul's call to Yeshua faith included acceptance of the Jewish God, the Jewish Messiah, and the guidance of the Jewish scriptures. For Jews, this meant a continued, continued life of faithfulness to Torah commands and walking within Jewish life as a follower of the Jewish Messiah. Gentile adherence, the mysterious inclusion of them into the faith of Israel as Gentiles, were Gentiles coming into connection with the God of Israel through Yeshua the Messiah, they came to God as righteous Gentiles, as Gentiles who, who accepted, well, they came to Yeshua as pagan Gentiles, and through their faith trust in Yeshua, they became redeemed Gentiles. And it and because of their, their faith trust in Yeshua, their acceptance of the Lordship of Yeshua over their life, they became incorporated into the people of God as the redeemed Gentile contingent of the people of God, joining with the people of Israel, joining with the, the Messianic Jews, joining in with the God of Israel, joining in the people of Israel, now going from being pagan Gentiles to redeemed Gentiles, followers of the one God of Israel. Even those living in the imperial palace had heard about Paul's imprisonment, and there were those who came to trust in Yeshua. So Paul here, in speaking to the Philippians, reflecting on his time in prison, he's making clear to them that though, he's, though he is in difficulty, though he's suffering, though he is unable to, to move freely, 
it is because of this imprisonment that even in the Roman household, even within Nero's, Nero's household in the palace, people are hearing the word of the Messiah and coming to know the God of Israel. And for that, he can rejoice despite his circumstances. He can rejoice in that. Though he may be imprisoned, the message of Yeshua is going forth. The word that there were believers in Yeshua in the emperor's palace that served to encourage the Philippians as they came to see even more, even among the elite of the Roman society, there were followers of Yeshua, a fact that could serve to encouragement in their faith. So Paul here also is, is giving a word of encouragement to the people of, of Philippi and us by example in our lives that even in the home, even in, in the palace of the most evil evil leader, Nero, there were people who were coming to faith in Yeshua, and even those of the elite of Roman society were bowing the knee before Yeshua, the Messiah, and coming to know him. And this could be an encouragement to the Philippians as they, as they have difficulty in suffering and persecution in their faith, to know that the message of the Messiah is going forward and they are secure in the connection to the God of Israel. And they can be encouraged that, that the word of Messiah is going forward and that they're not alone in their faith in Messiah. But even in Rome, even in the capital of the, of the Roman Empire, there were those who were coming to faith, coming to know the God of Israel, coming to follow the Messiah of Israel because of the work of Paul being there. And they can be encouraged to stand for their faith knowing that there are those standing for the faith, even within the emperor's palace, even within the heart of Rome, there are those who are willing to live their lives for God, the God of Israel, live their lives for Yeshua, the Messiah, and willing to stand despite the persecution that would come. And we know of the the word persecution that, that Nero placed upon the Yeshua believers. The, they, the people in Philippi can be encouraged in their own struggles in their lives, knowing that even in the heart of Rome, there are those who are faithful to Yeshua, faithful to the Messiah of Israel, and walking in the path that Paul has, has led them on to become more and more and more in the Messiah. And to conclude today, we'll be looking at, at uh, verse 14. Up on the screen. Okay, there we go. Also, this is verse 14. Also, my being in prison has given most of the brothers in the Lord confidence that they have become much more bold in speaking the word of God fearlessly. Along with helping to make the message of Yeshua known throughout Rome, Paul's imprisonment for the gospel also build the faith of the Yeshua followers in Rome and in Philippi. Their confidence and boldness could inspire the believers in Philippi who were also facing persecution in prison. And Paul in this letter will champion willingness to suffer on behalf of the faith in Yeshua based on Yeshua's faithfulness and suffering. So this is, is, this is a bit of a, of a replay of what I was saying on verse 13. It's important to understand that but Paul here is encouraging the Philippians in their faith by the testimony that the message of the Messiah 
is going forth in Rome, even though Paul is in prison, even if they are imprisoned, if they have been faithful to the message of the Messiah, the message of the Messiah will continue to go throughout the world, and they will continue to be a witness to Yeshua, even though they may be physically enchained or even executed for their faith. Paul is making clear here that the message of the Messiah will continue to go forward. And his and Paul here is saying that both in Rome and throughout the world, people were having confidence and boldness in their faith because of the example of Paul, by his, his willingness to suffer for the Messiah. And as we said in we'll looking at verse 29 later on, where he talks about it being our privilege to like the Messiah to suffer. And for Paul to like the Messiah, he also suffered and died for his his stand for, for the God of Israel and stand for his faith in Yeshua. So here we see that Paul is, is giving, giving these words of encouragement to the people of Philippi to stand firm in their faith, stand firm in their new faith, despite whatever persecution comes to them, whatever uh, whatever struggles they have, whatever alienation they have from family, friends, society itself. They said that that uh, in their coming to know Messiah, these people in Philippi leave their their uh, family traditions, their family religions. And even, as I said, the acceptance of Yeshua and the Messiah in the Roman Empire was a political act of rebellion in accepting Yeshua as Lord rather than Nero as Lord. So there are many angles, both from their family, from friends, from society in general, and also from the state that threatened those who came to know Messiah because they were they were honoring another Lord, another King, another Savior, not Nero, but Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. So Paul is calling them to understand that even though he's imprisoned, the message of the Messiah is going forth and encourages them, whether they be, be imprisoned themselves, that the message of Messiah can continue to go forward because of their of their faithfulness to the God of Israel. So Paul is giving this word of encouragement to people of Philippi and to us by example to understand that whatever we have in our lives, whatever suffering, whatever our alienation we have from family and friends and society itself, we are to live counter to the counter to this world and counter to to those distractions that keep us away from the God of Israel. Paul here is making clear. Paul here is making clear to them that the message of the Messiah will continue to go forward. If we are faithful to him, the message will continue to go forward. And he encourages them to have confidence in their faith because of the message of the Messiah, making it even to the Roman Roman household, to the heart of the Roman Empire. The message of Messiah was is being being heard and preached, and people are coming to know the God of Israel because of that. So these are words of encouragement that Paul gives the people of Philippi and also to us by example. So that will uh, conclude our time today. Looking at the book of Philippians, we looked at verses 12 through 14 of chapter 1, and tomorrow we'll be looking at, at verses 15 through 20, a section I entitled, Proclaiming the Messiah out of jealousy, that Paul will now go from 
speaking about his imprisonment to confront an issue of people sharing the good news of the Messiah out of je jealousy, out of rivalry, out of their own, own pride. We say that the, throughout the book of Philippians, we'll be seeing a contrast between Messiah-like humility and the opposite being pride. And we'll be seeing that those who are sharing the good news for the sake of their own, own self-ambition, for their own pride, for their own self-glory, rather than for the glory of God and rather for making the Messiah known. And Paul will be dealing with this issue of those who were, who were sharing the gospel, gospel, the good message of Messiah for their own, for their own pride, for their own self-aggrandizement. And he will be confronting that, as I, as I said, in our next time together as we look at verses 15 through 20. So thank you for watching. This is Letter to Philippi Live, a daily broadcast on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitter Live, YouTube Live, and on our website, lettertophilippi.org. And uh, we're on Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Jerusalem Time. And if you want any more information on Letter to Philippi, go to lettertophilippi.org. There you can ask any questions you have about us. You can watch previous class videos. You can purchase my Messianic Commentary on Philippians, which is courses based on. You can leave a prayer request. I want to be praying for you. You can make a much-needed contribution to our work, either a one-time or an ongoing contribution to the work of, of uh, Letter to Philippi. You can read our mission statement. You can read our, our statement of beliefs. And as I said, if you have any questions, feel free to read, leave them there. I said also, also your prayer requests when you're praying for you. So that will conclude our time today. Thank you for watching. And uh, we will see you tomorrow as we look into uh, Proclaiming the Messiah out of Jealousy, Chapter 1, verses 15 through 20 in the Letter to Philippi. Thank you for watching. And uh, Letter to Philippi Live is an initiative, a Letter to Philippi. You can find out more information at lettertophilippi.org. Thank you for watching. Have a blessed day, and uh, we will see you tomorrow.